Welcome to RBC's Markets in Motion podcast, recorded August 1st, 2023. I'm Lori Calvacina, Head of U.S. Equity Strategy at RBC Capital Markets. Please listen to the end of this podcast for important disclaimers. Today in the podcast, we take a deep dive into the stats and commentary for 2Q reporting season, based on data through July 28th when 51% of S&P results were in. Three big things you need to know. First, the stats have improved since our last update, and we're now on track for a more solid reporting season. Second, in terms of the sectors that are shining, energy and materials continue to rank highly in terms of stock price reactions to earnings beats, but tech is also standing out positively on some stats. Third, in terms of commentary, the level of conversation around prior headwinds like inflation continues to dissipate, while topics like AI, inventory destocking, and normalization have been in focus. In the ongoing discussion of outlooks around current conditions, commentary has been mixed, though consumers are still described as resilient. If you'd like to hear more, here's another five minutes. While you're waiting, a quick reminder that you can subscribe to this podcast on Apple and Spotify. Now the details. Let's start with takeaway number one. 2Q reporting season is starting to feel a little more solid, though there are still some soft spots. Our early read on 2Q reporting season, when we looked at the very earliest reporters a week ago, was that things seemed a bit soft. Now when we analyze the results with more than half of S&P numbers in, our takeaway is a little bit different. Though there are still some soft spots, we seem to be on track for a better reporting season than we initially thought. Here's what's looking better. First, the percent of companies beating consensus on EPS is now tracking higher than 1Q23 for the S&P 500. This is better than what we saw a week ago when the pace of earnings beats was tracking lower than last quarter. Within the Russell 2000, we're also seeing a pickup in the pace of earnings beats compared to last quarter. Second, bottom-up consensus forecasts for S&P EPS growth in 2024 have inched up just a tiny bit recently in percentage terms. Though the move isn't huge, it does stand in contrast with what we saw last week when the trend was flatter. To be sure, there are still some soft spots. The percent of companies beating consensus on revenue forecasts is tracking lower than 1Q for both the S&P and the Russell. We're also still seeing mostly downward revisions to earnings forecasts in the S&P 500 and Russell 2000. And in percentage terms, 2023's anticipated earnings growth rate for the S&P 500 has continued to slip. But on balance, things seem a little bit better than they did a week ago. Moving on to takeaway number two. Energy and materials continue to shine in some regards, but growth sectors also look good on some stats, especially tech. As was the case when we looked at the data last week, energy and materials are sector bright spots given that they're seeing the strongest positive reactions to earnings beats across the Russell 1000 universe. It's worth noting that this is happening in the context of fewer companies beating within those sectors in the S&P, but this is a healthy development nonetheless. That being said, several growth sectors are also starting to stand out on other stats. In particular, we find it striking that tech has seen the highest percentage of companies beating consensus on earnings so far within the S&P 500, followed by both consumer sectors, comm services, and healthcare. Tech, along with consumer discretionary and utilities, is also seeing mostly positive revisions for both earnings and revenues. We think it will take a little more time for the sector winners of 2Q23 to be determined, but for now we think it's a sign of market health that growth sectors look good in some ways, while value sectors look good in others. We'll wrap up with takeaway number three, key themes in S&P 500 earnings calls so far. Our team has continued to track transcript commentary both quantitatively and by reading through earnings call transcripts, or a more qualitative approach. 
The latter, our reading, has frankly left us feeling a little uninspired. We think this is because the level of conversation around the big problems and opportunities of 2022, things like recession, labor, supply chains, inflation, and pricing, are all rapidly declining. New major themes in focus have been the concept of normalization, particularly around the consumer, artificial intelligence, and inventory destocking. For both artificial intelligence and inventory destocking, the level of conversation is hitting new highs. Normalization references are still very high versus history, but are admittedly starting to fade a little bit. Other themes that are really emerging onto the scene include things like China, but trends are not back to trade war levels there just yet. Conversation around student lending is also picking up across both large caps and small caps. These are both interesting topics, but we find ourselves really wishing companies were talking more about how they're planning to manage around higher interest rates from a balance sheet perspective and interest expense perspective. Qualitatively, based on what we've been reading, commentary around outlooks and descriptions of current conditions have been pretty mixed. Interestingly, optimism around pricing power is fading, with several companies noting that this is a natural consequence of moderating inflation and cost pressures. Discussions of non-U.S. geographies have had a negative tilt, both Europe and China. And a number of companies have defended AI, highlighting how it makes people more productive or augments existing products. The tone there feels a little defensive. Consumers continue to be described as strong and resilient and as prioritizing experiences, but also as increasingly cost-conscious and picky. Overall, the new narrative seemed to be a bit of a random hodgepodge that's still taking shape. That's all for now. Thanks for listening, and be sure to reach out to your RBC representative with any questions. This content is based on information available at the time it was recorded and is for informational purposes only. It is not an offer to buy or sell or a solicitation, and no recommendations are implied. It is outside the scope of this communication to consider whether it is suitable for you and your financial objectives. Music